As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. We are going to rip out the hearts of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We are going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends it is 2.41 in the morning. It is Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Marissa Dunn behind the scenes. We are here in South Philadelphia after the Eagles complete the uh, weekend party in Philadelphia 26-17 after jumping out to a 20 to nothing lead in the first half. Things got a little dicey in the second half. Another second half lull, Zach, but another big offensive drive sets things up uh, for the win for the Eagles. And uh, everybody wants to know how you're doing. How are you going to uh, stay alive, stay awake for this episode? And uh, are you a Robin fan? I'm excited for this podcast. Big win for the Eagles. They, they looked, uh, they did enough to win. The second quarters, whatever they're doing there, they need to bottle it up. A little dicey in the third quarter, but that was a, that 13 play drive in the fourth showed me quite a bit. I imagine we'll get to that. I thought the defense... Look, I mean, the criticism for Jonathan Gannon might be a little muted after three uh, takeaways, I imagine. Uh, oh, what not. about that drive? When they, <laughs> One drive. Oh, my God. This was, I mean, that the night. turnover regression is coming. This was a concerning <laughs> defensive performance okay. in my eyes. Okay. You're taking a victory lap on Jonathan Gannon no, after I'm this not, performance? I, I was simply going through the, the different things in, in, in my head. Uh, Lane Johnson suffered a concussion that, or something to get you there. And then... The reference was that to the song you were playing, which is the Phillies, essentially their Yeah, do you think, I, you know, this just occurred to me. We've got the Batmans. We've got Robin. What? The, there's some synergy here, right? Uh, Batmans and Robin? Perhaps so. It's not spelled R-O, 
R O B I N. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna call me on on. It's a homophone. It works. We got Batman's and Robin. I this is the whole thing coming together. How has nobody used this yet? It's your creativity. Batman's and Robin. <laughs> Everybody, we're in on this, right? This is. I mean, this is fantastic. This is a stroke of two forty-five genius. Batman's and Robin. Batman's and Robin. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but no, big win. 6-0 and going into the bye week. And I suppose you can say Buffalo's the best team in football. But the Eagles have, have, have answered the bell every single weekend. They're undefeated. And I, I don't know when the loss is going to come. Um, I'm so yeah. impressed with the way they're playing. I'm impressed with their medal. I get that, that they were going against Cooper Rush tonight. But... Still, I can't believe you came out here wanting to wanting to high step on Jonathan Gannon. I wasn't that, that wasn't what I was talking about the thirteen play Spiking drive. I I uh, I my my big takeaway is is just this this team responds every week, and I got to, I watched the I watched all the early window uh, games on. I, I had red zone on, but you know I saw bits and pieces of all those teams, um, and then I was able to watch some last week as well because that was a, a later game. And what jumps out to me is there are a lot of teams in this league who don't answer the bell on Sundays. That's why it's really just full of mediocrity. You see a lot of three and three teams. And, a lot of bad teams. And in you sound like Tom Brady right now. Um, and the Eagles answer their bell, answer the bell every week. They deserve credit for that. The players, especially um, the coaching staff. This is uh, this team has the makings of something special. And it's going to be fun chronicling it during the next few months. Yeah, interesting because Tom Brady uh, flies up to New York, goes to Robert Kraft's uh, surprise wedding uh, to a woman 40 years his junior, and uh, then goes to Pittsburgh and loses. You know, was he distracted? Was he, should he have got, like, is it weird to go to a, a wedding of another owner of the weekend of a game for a team that you don't play for? And then you lose. However, also at the wedding, Meek Mill. Meek Mill then comes down to Philadelphia and performs Dreams and Nightmares before opening kickoff, gets the Eagles riled up. And so, uh, once again, you've got these the, the, the disparate paths of the, uh, the Robert Kraft uh, wedding guests. I think after a 26-17 win over a division rival, Tom Brady's whereabouts on Friday night are not significant, or insignificant, rather. Uh, for this podcast, what about well, what are you talking about? I mean, that's the ultimate kiss the ring scenario. I I mean, it's it's nice that he went to support a friend at his wedding, uh, but you're not going to sell my kiss the ring wedding joke. I see what you did there. Okay, yeah, I'm honestly I'm focused on 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 this game. I'm looking forward to watching this back tomorrow um, because I uh, I I like what they did tonight. Right, I, I thought that. Uh, the second quarter, I was impressed with the the. I would hope so. The uh, the takeaways. I'd twenty to three. The takeaways on 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 defense. Chauncey Garner Johnson making uh you know he had he had two picks there. I thought the anticipation that Slay had the pass rush didn't really get to them too much, but they bottled up the run for the most part until the till third quarter. Third quarter was problematic, but overall, uh, I I thought that uh, again I keep using the expression they answered the bell. Because that's what they had to do. The Dallas Cowboys were four and one entering tonight. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have won games this year, and the Eagles put up twenty six on them. No team has has scored more than twenty. Credit to the offense, 
And no team had scored more than 19. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Had, 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 yes, no team had scored into the 20s. I didn't need 20s. to correct that. I'm sorry. Uh, so a, a, a good win for the Eagles. All right. Well, let's let's talk about that drive because I know it's what you wrote about, and mm-hmm. I think that that was the the answering of the bell uh, because the Eagles are up twenty to three at halftime. Cowboys come out. Uh, Eagles Eagles punt away on their opening possession. Cowboys come out, score a touchdown to make it twenty to ten, and Chauncey Gardner Johnson leaves uh, in the middle of that drive. Also, Lane Johnson was down. So you're wondering, like things are starting to take on water a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, the Eagles are, at that point, struggling to handle the Cowboys' blitz. Um, you know, you've got Jack Driscoll at right tackle, and then at one point, Sua Opeta comes in for, for Landon Dickerson, and they're getting no traction on offense. Yep. And then the Cowboys have a drive, um, which I thought was really bad defense and, like, concerning defense. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's an NFL game. Yes. Both yes. teams get paid. They're going to score two. But if you want to talk about the way this defense is built to play, you know, they get them they get them in second and nine or longer four times. And yet the Cowboys are able to drive 93 yards to make it 20 to 17. And I think I think everybody, Eagles fans, were were very nervous at that point. And just like they did last week in Arizona, the Eagles uh, line up and the defense knows they're going to lean on the run and they lean on the run. And they go 13 yards for a touchdown drive, and they run on the first 11 of those plays. And then Jalen Hurts hits a really nice pass to A.J. Brown down to the seven-yard line. Um, parenthetically, I thought that was a bad spot. He should have been at like the six or the five. Uh, and then the next play is a Devontae Smith touchdown. And then, you know, Chauncey Garner-Johnson gets an interception. That's the end of the game. But that offensive drive was the was the answering of the bell. And I think to some extent, um, even though he threw two passes on that drive, I think that like the offense's personality and the uh, the team's personality to some degree, I think they take on um, sort of the the ice man of Jalen Hurts that is that is not rattled and is ready to yeah. answer the bell, as you say. So, don't mean to correct you here, uh, but but Sorry, I corrected you on something. Pedantic. But for the purpose of 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 facts, yeah, they ran on ten of the first eleven plays, and there were three passes. Because no, no, no. This is this is a BS correction. No. no, no, no. This is BS. This is the play as called. That was not a pass. Bo, in the statute, no, 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 it's, no. A, it's a pass. No, no, no. no, no. It, it, it is not. It is a pass. You no. can't just say something's not a pass. Yes, the play was a called run. Bo. I understand that the ball went forward, but the play was a called run. I'm going by the plays as called in the huddle. You said... You said he... I mean, like we can show them right here. Jalen Hurts pass short yeah, right I know. That to is Miles not, Sanders. But that was not a pass play. It literally is a pass play. No, not. It literally is Listen, a pass play. If he scrambles, I'm calling that a pass play. Okay? Right? Like, even though it's a run in the stat book, I'm it's saying a called in, pass. It, he's 15 for 25. I understand that. That was but a that's pass not play. the plays as called. <laughs> okay. Um we could agree to disagree because it was well. Actually, you know what? Actually, you're right because there was a scramble on third down. Well, I was going to say, that and the, that was a pass. That so was a called yeah, pass. So, to so me, there was one called pass okay. on so the first me, eleven the, plays. The key play in that drive, you just referenced it. Third and four at the forty-four, and Jalen Hurts gets a first down there. And uh, Bo and this called, was, we were a little bit to we, this no, is Bo, a little bit of a back and forth, yeah, a little no, bit Bo of a divisive, right. no, uh, head to head. Uh, Bo was correct, but like, it was a four-man uh, rush. 
I had thought it was a five man rush, it was a four man rush, but was I don't correct, think we've right? ever gotten contentious uh, in the middle of the press box. That but, wasn't contentious at it, all. It felt like there was no contention there. You I, were saying five, I said four. Yes, you I said just, no five. Yeah, I wanted to go back. I'm and, pretty sure it was four. I was keeping track of of the blitzes, so I I I, I wanted to to uh, just just check that, and you were correct. Martin Frank had to step in and set us to our corners um, and say, back off, guys. Keep, see, they say Bo Keep right. it civil. I'm not surprised the chat says Bo is right. <laughs> um, so, only, this, only the real sickos yeah. are up So third and four, Jalen Hurts scrambles for, for, for five yards, extends the drive. That's huge because if he, if he does not do that, they're four and out on that drive. It is, uh, it's, it, they're punting it. The Cowboys then have, have, have momentum. And thereafter, it was mostly positive plays. There were they were stuffed uh, on first and ten at the twenty nine. But uh, other than that, they were able to, to to move the ball. I thought Gainwell had had two good runs. Yeah, in particular nice. that third down run. Um, you know he he. Uh, so obviously that jumped out to me. But yeah, Jalen Hurts making something out of nothing there was was the play for me of of that drive, and that's that's part of the appeal of having. Jalen Hurts as your quarterback that uh, Nick Sirianni said after the game, no one was open, right? They were able to get uh, the, the rush in, but the rush came from the edge. They, the and and this is where Bo to his credit spotted it very well as it was occurring. They had uh, two guys in the middle who dropped in the coverage, right? right they were showing, they were yeah. showing six. So, so the middle of the field opened. Jalen read it. He saw he had just enough to get the first down, runs to get the first down, extends the drive. Um, A.J. Brown on that, uh, the first, I guess, what you would say, the real passing play. Okay, A.J. Brown. I, I asked him about this a few weeks ago. That was very much like a, this is why you go get A.J. Brown. This yeah, so I, 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 I spoke to him a few weeks ago about, um, it, it's, it's just something I, I've noticed as I've been watching him. He's really good at catching the ball with his back to the defense and doing a quick spin, mm. right? And it's like a, a point guard's first step where he he just gets – he accelerates past the defender right there, and he he did it well. He got the yards after the catch. And then the uh, the touchdown play – Wait, to, so what did he say about it when you talked to him about it? Yeah, he said that there's a lot of similarities between playing basketball, between playing wide receiver and playing basketball, and so much of that in terms of – like the way you get leverage when you do a spin move in basketball, that applies to football. Um, it was a good quote. I actually have that in my notes. It's something I could bring back if we want to get into a a technical AJ Brown article. Um, and it was it was one of those two. And I'm, I'm sure you've been in, in in these situations where he got like a handful of Titans questions, and he was getting kind of annoyed by it. Yeah, so you were able to then there was like no at... there was like no flow anymore in the press conference. So you needed something that could that could spark him to talk. Mm. So then you pull one in your holster that you're like, all right, maybe this is something that he would want to talk about. Gun metaphor for and... the, uh, the gun guy over here. <laughs> Not the gun guy <laughs> over here. Uh, so uh, uh, anyway, so the, the touchdown play. The only thing better than the execution was the design, or you can go the inverse. The only thing better than the design was the execution. But um, what was interesting there. The only is, thing better than both was the marriage of the two. <laughs> so they had this is something you don't see. I I wouldn't call it a pistol because he was lined up. In, <laughs> I'm <okay>. telling you, <laughs> the guy's a gun nut. He was he he was lined. I'm definitely not a gun nut. 
he was lined up. Um, Jalen was lined up in the traditional shotgun um, spacing, uh, but Miles Sanders was behind him. Usually, you see the running back to the side of him, right? So the 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 running back was deeper there. They had more of the traditional play action than you know, kind of the RPO play action or the or the, or the tucking it away. Um, so the play action, Jalen runs to his right. I don't know if he was reading the safety. I think the safety was uh, Donovan Wilson there, if I if I'm correct. Um, but the safety collapsed into uh, into Dallas Goddard. They had been running this a few times throughout the game, where Devontae sets the pick, and you know Goddard kind of gets into the flat. Mm. And this time, it looked like it was it was like a pick and roll, right? Like it looked like he was setting the pick, Devontae. And then he squirts into the end zone. He's totally uncovered. No one's there. Um, the ball was a little behind him, makes the catch, touchdown Eagles, uh, and those were the only points they needed. Sealed the game. Well described. Thank you. They were they were saving that one in their in their water gun holster. Mm-hmm. They were setting that play up all game. I like that. Yeah, no, I mean I think that was the that was the that was the drive. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what turned the tide. Um and and it is like you know, it's a little bit annoying that six weeks in a row they've had these second half lulls. Uh, they've gotten out to you know fourteen point leads in every single game so far, uh, and have and have uh, like come close yeah. to surrendering surrendering most of them. But it is also true that every single time they have been uh, then forced to put a drive together to stop the bleeding, they have done so with the sort of exception of last week when they only got three points. And I know that Jalen Hurts talked about that. How he was disappointed they didn't punch it in last week, and he was glad they did it this time. Yeah, so uh, I I like what you, what you said about the lull because actually Sirianni had what I thought a, a fairly interesting answer about this. He says he always kind of creates situations in training camp when the offense is in a lull. Okay, what do you do in this in this spot to kind of prepare them for these lulls during the season? Practice and, how you play, and he always says. Uh, you need to get the ball to your playmakers. You need to get the ball to your best players. Get the ball to your playmakers. And, tr- and traditionally, we think about that like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, right? Um, well, Nick Sirianni said tonight those playmakers were the five offensive linemen. Those were the playmakers. And you don't usually think about your offensive linemen as playmakers, but that's very much the way it was this evening, was uh, was – they relied on those guys. They won the line of scrimmage. And it was it was shaky at first when Jack Driscoll went in there. But that drive, I thought Driscoll played really or he I I I need to go back and watch, but he played he played well enough. Um Landon Dickerson, who who came off a, a bit there, but he 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 looked good there. They had that that first down run, the 13 yarder. Uh you saw Dickerson and 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 Jordan Mailata opening up space. Jordan Mailata said uh, you know, he kind of had to fight through the injury, right? Um, it, it was affecting him in, in, in this game, and he, and, he, and he did it. And Jason Kelsey has this expression that he often uses. Um, you know, it's it's not who's toughest, it's who's toughest the longest, mm. right? And, um, you know, when I was talking to Dallas Goddard when I got in there, Dallas Goddard said that drive showed, like, who's, you know, that they're tougher longer. And so then I asked around about the, the meaning of that quote, uh, because it's something I've heard Goddard, I'm sorry, it's something I've heard Kelsey speak about, and they very much thought it was applicable um, in this game on on that drive. And there's something to that, right? You gotta, you know, you you uh, look. These are all NFL players. They're all they're all good. They're all talented. They're all tough. Um, but 
in in the fourth quarter there on a 13 play drive um you know you know can you still push through when when that that wing is hurting you if 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 you're Jordan Mailata mm-hmm. you know are you are, are you going to keep answering the bell uh so um I was uh I was just really impressed by this team because you know that's that's it's <laughs> I don't I I don't mean to be like a coach giving a cliche here, but it's hard to win in this league, and uh, and that's that's not a game that every team wins. So give them credit there. To your uh, point on playing through the injuries, Hassan Reddick was talking about this in relation to uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson, and he said uh, he did what I would expect any guy on this team to do, which was, hey, I could still play. Get your ass back in the game. I'm glad he came back in. We needed those plays. Big help tonight in helping the team. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you saw that, in the, and that's what Kelsey talked about last week. In like, you know, toughness is not just uh, doing it in week five. Mm-hmm. Toughness is doing it over the course of a season. Yep. We're only a third of the way uh, through the season, essentially. So uh, that's true. But Garner Johnson hurts his hand, comes back. Uh, Dickerson comes back. Milana plays through the injury. The rest of the offensive line is playing through injury. And um, they got it done. So that's something. Um, let's talk a little bit about the defense. Okay. Let's talk about before we get to the the, the wait. So are, are you looking at one drive and and, and kind no of go, before okay. I'm not okay. This is before we get to like the okay. the start of the game and and the awesome crowd and jumping out to a twenty nothing lead. I, I mean. All week long, we talked about how this game was going to be so much about, like, the script. Mm-hmm. And they got the perfect script. They got out to a 20-3 to lead. You're forcing Cooper Rush to throw the ball. You get to play from ahead. You get to you get to pin your ears back. And it's 20-3, to and the Cowboys come out and score two touchdowns right away. And, like, I know, I know that by design at that stage of the game – they're probably saying limit the big play, force them to to drive down the field, but to not be able to get off the field at all when you've got them when you've got them on second and nine or more four different times on a 93 yard drive was bad, and the Cowboys got them in uh, just sitting in their static four down nickel defense, and like it was. That was like everything that was wrong with the 2021 defense because they 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 were not blitzing at all. They were just sitting back in the zone and getting run over and then letting Cooper Rush get rid of the ball and get the ball out quickly and pick up first downs. It was really bad. I'm trying to pick up, uh, find the uh, yeah. The look, center, I I can't defend them. There. Like I, I agree. I, I just <laughs> yeah. I I, I mean my I mean, only turn point. up the heat. It's Cooper Rush out there. Yeah, so so my only point though is 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 that over the course of a football game, you're not going to be lights out every drive. The offense had a five play drive where they had negative nine yards and a four play drive where they had fifteen yards. Yeah, and they did a bad job they, there too. So, but but it's like your big takeaway from the offense is not how they looked in the third quarter. It's how they looked on that thirteen play seventy five yard drive and the way they look. So, no, and obviously the defense gets credit for for forcing yeah. three turnovers, but. Like in the in the guts of the game, there, like, you know, you're not going to get to play Cooper Rush every week. And I mean, actually, the schedule (laughs) is that they're going to get to play a lot of guys like Cooper Rush, like that uh, that hack Aaron Rodgers. But but like, look at this first half. 
number of drives. Oh, I'm sorry, number of plays. Three plays, five plays, one play, four play, five yeah, plays. They're, they're doing a great job. Didn't, they, they did not allow the Cowboys to go past the uh, yeah, they forced, they past the 41 until the field goal at the end. Yeah, so look, uh, look, the... The, the defense needs to play better in the second half, no question about it. That 15-play, 93-yard drive was bad. The 9-play, 79-yard drive was bad. But overall, my takeaway isn't uh, I need to be concerned with this defense. My takeaway is that the Eagles entered the game uh, number one in turnover margin, and they had three takeaways today. Yeah, that worries me. Like, though, I mean, it's awesome in the game, but it's like you you know that it, as it's happening, it can't possibly keep up that way. I mean, it's it's that you know Marcus Epps has a has a key pass breakup, right? Someone who's who's been playing well this year. That you know Kaiser White was in on coverage. Um, that like they're they're across the board, they're getting contributions from from I think that's you know, true. I mean, a James Bradbury. Just continues to be one of the best cornerbacks the biggest, in the uh, NFL this year. I feel like I feel like at this point, James Bradbury is like um, your your James Bradbury summer take is maybe eclipsing your your Josh Sweat take. Why? Because like I mean I mean the only thing is 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 it 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 shows that I can observe what's what's going on, but not 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 strut about it right that is, <laughs> so, yeah. um all right yeah so i mean you did say maybe i'm the new practice you you said maybe i'm the keen observer now yeah that was a joke that was that was a joke probably man. you were mad about the uh four-man rush or five-man no, rush that. argument yeah. from before that was before that but look bradbury's been been really good this season and he was really good today he's been awesome um he's been maybe the best player on the defense yeah, so I mean, I I just think that uh, Slay's been awesome too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I think Reddick's been awesome for most of the year. Reddick's been a, awesome. He didn't do enough today, although he did have two quarterback hits. Um, I do like uh, they got to get Jordan Davis on the field in the four man mm-hmm. fronts. Yes, it's his, it, like this is ridiculous. Agree. Now. He played uh, twenty one of. Uh, 68 snaps, I think. It's good bookkeeping. Uh, 32.8% of the snaps, which is fewer than he played each of the past two weeks. And, they, and, the, and the Cowboys were like, were just like pushing them into nickel because they, that is the Eagles' worst performing personnel group. Um, I would like to look at the uh, stats, but that is definitely what the eye says. Um, they didn't, you know, in last week they were living in that 5-1-5. They didn't play it much tonight at all, except on the opening drive of the second half uh, when they got ran on. Um, they were mostly playing uh, that base and then nickel, but like when it's the four man front, I'm sorry, we're running we're, like we're running Marlon Tui Pelotu and and Milton Williams out there, and Jordan Davis is never on the field. Like even on first and second down at nickel, he can't he can't push it a little bit like over Tui. I'm sorry, like yes. I'm, I'm what did you, you use? I mean, I know that this is part of a plan, and he's a rookie, and he's coming along slowly, and there's the no. uh, and and there's the endurance to worry about. But like, I'm sorry, this is your guy. Get him on the field. I agree, I agree, and I I need I, I mean, like let me see how he can perform in those situations because I I thought Marlon was really good week one. Hasn't been that. I, I haven't watched the film of this game. Yet, but the past few weeks hasn't been that way. No, I haven't watched it yet. It's, uh, we, it's only three. I can't believe you haven't watched it already. It's, we spoke about Milton Williams on, on. We spoke about Milton Williams on the pod earlier this week. Isn't doing enough. 
I want to see Jordan Davis in those situations. On the field. Like, what are we doing? Not even a single, like, let, to your point, let, like, let's let him prove that he can't yes. do it. Yes. It's, it's yeah, it's maddening. Um, Take a break? No. Because we have two breaks. This yeah, I understand. We, we got a long way to go, Zach. <laughs> we're going to be here until like 545 yeah. if, if we're going to make this super hit. So we can get to that. I'm on radio at 7. Oh, I'm sorry. Eight. I got a whole day after to finish. Yes. We're both. And then I got to do the power rankings. It's fine. It's the bye week. I got stories this week, too. Got Jalen Hurts story. And right later this week, I got, there's a handful of things I have. Some thoughts that I want to get off my chest. Um, yeah. Mm. Open up that, open up those buttons if you want to get that chest out. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Neither do I. It's three in the morning. Um, all right, fine. We'll take a break. We'll be back. We got more. We got a lot more to talk about. <laughs> Zach, uh, I don't know. Zach wants to deify Jonathan Gannon after that performance. Not so at all. Let's give him. Uh, a I'm mic. just not ready to fire him after that performance. Okay, we'll take a break. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. All right, welcome back to Birds with Friends, Zach and Bo, Bo and Zach, and uh, let's let's go through uh, the beginning of the game a little bit and uh, and maybe zoom out. Um, big atmosphere in Philadelphia, yes, very much. Uh, so. Everybody uh, everybody lubed up for game time. Everybody's been partying all weekend. You were uh, you were part of the party on Saturday. Yeah, I was at the Phillies game. Yes, uh, standing room only ticket. Loved it. Shout out to Pete. Loyal listener, Pistol great, Pete, long time. No, different Pistol Pete or, or different Pete. Um, Paco is the nickname. Paco, okay. But a uh, long time friend and one of my one of my closest friends. Paco Bell, and Paco Bell. But uh, yeah, I went to the Phillies game with him. Is, am was, I speaking out of school to say the thing that you've described to me about Pete? Um, no, that's fine. You can say it. You've described Pete to me, and I hope Pete is listening. I hope he hears this, and I hope he takes this to heart. You've described him to me as the smartest person that you know. Yes. Yeah, stand by that. Shout out to Pete. Stand by that. Shout out to Pete. Um, but yeah, went to the, so I, I was at the Phillies game, which was a uh, great atmosphere. Uh, cool being in that setting. I mean, I yeah. think Marissa takes offense. Marissa's up there, but no, I mean, I, I, um, but, uh, I, I covered uh, the World Series. I... I um, I did some playoff stuff here and there, but Flex. in like the be in the crowd, um, first you know first time in a decade that the playoffs has been here. Mm. Yeah, you, you can feel the 
You can feel the energy. You can feel the excitement. Um, I know you were at the Flyers game. I have a question. Did you wear any Phillies paraphernalia? I did not. Um, you got to maintain the, the yeah, but journalistic I, I, integrity. Yeah, but I, I, I have a, a Philadelphia Star shirt. Okay. That I, I was wearing a hoodie, but I wore the Philadelphia Star shirt underneath. Okay. Like um, yeah. Uh, so um, I, I, I was going to say, you were at the Flyers game. Flyers, I did not expect them to jump off to the start of the season. They were at. But that's part of this great Philly sports weekend. And then you got the stadium this. was about a third full. <laughs> they were playing the they were playing the Phillies highlights uh, and, and like live look-ins during the yeah. game, which was good. You got the Sixers starting this week. Joel Embiid was was uh, on the field tonight. Um, this is an awesome time to be in Philadelphia, right? Like I was, uh, I'm not gonna name names here. Okay, I was having this conversation with uh, with some other reporters who were like poo pooing it, and I Gross. was. I was like, yo, this is this is amazing. Like, this is if if you're a sports reporter, you want to be in this situation. Like, the interest is through the roof. There's an energy. There's an excitement. Um, you know, I was I was out and about a bit this weekend and just talking to like so many people are excited about this. This is this is so much fun. And uh, I was trying to explain to Casey because we took this we took a subway home. Uh, from the Phillies game, and it was asked like the the or from the Flyers game, and it was as the Phillies game was letting out, and obviously everybody's you know chanting and, and doing yeah. stuff on the subway, and I'm like trying to explain to him everybody in the city is happy, yeah, because the baseball team won, and like it continues with the football team. And he I, he's still trying to understand that, but that's good like, explanation. It's like you walk around, you walk around on a Saturday morning and at the playground, and like. Everybody's got Phillies or Eagles stuff on. Everybody's got a big smile on their face. That's all they're talking yeah. about. It's like it, it's hard to explain uh, to someone not from here or to somebody who is uh, four years old that like this is like the the uplift for everything going on in the city. And it continued, and it and everybody was celebrating yeah. and drinking on Sunday leading into this game, and uh, it it paid off, and it, especially in like the first quarter and a half when things were just going rolling downhill yeah snowballing. i always say like in this job you become desensitized but you don't become dehumanized right like you you uh you appreciate what's going on in the city right now and the thing i don't like is mm, shout out to the sex bots <laughs> i i uh quick trigger finger by marissa you're Fantastic. you're always worried about apathy right like you never like at the worst thing you can encounter um, as a reporter, from your, from like the customers, from the readers, from the fan base, a loaded weapon <laughs> is apathy. Oh. And uh, uh, right now, it's like the antithesis, the of apathy. So it's great. And uh, anyone who's tuning into this live at three seventeen a.m. Um, Shout I, out to Josh Tolentino. I'm so grateful and appreciative of it. Is, is Josh on? There he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, the answer is under, the, but the audio listeners will want to know yeah. that Josh asks how many hours of sleep will Zach get tonight over under two and yeah. a half. The answer is under, but there's no complaining <laughs> about it. This is the job, um, and it's good prep because we have primetime games coming up. Uh, two of the next three are primetime games after this, and uh, I imagine there's gonna be some flex games thereafter. So the Eagles uh, force a. Uh, Punt on the opening drive. Don't then they punt themselves. Then the uh, Cowboys punt. Then the Eagles score a touchdown. Seventy-five yard drive. 
Uh, 15 plays, sort of a classic uh, Eagles 2022 drive. And then they get the interception, then they score a touchdown, and things sort of roll downhill from there. Jalen Hurts uh, finishes 15 of 25 for 155 yards, sacked four times, mm-hmm. uh, two touchdown passes. But not by Parsons or Lawrence. We'll get to that. Okay. That's after the next break. Okay. Uh, Miles Sanders, 18 for 71 and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, uh, only nine for 27. It didn't feel like he ran even that many times today. Um, and I thought that was one of the um, one of the the nice things about this game as it was sitting in the third quarter before the Cowboys got into it was that it seemed like it was going to be a relatively simple win that you know was not adding the uh, accumulation of hurts onto accumulation of hits onto hurts that would hurt him. Yeah, to be honest, um, like like when you look at the numbers, not a, a particularly impressive offensive game. Now they yeah, this was not this was not like a, because so much of it was short fields, short and, fields yeah. right? Um, and just getting things like it was that it was the one drive. The first touchdown drive and then the last touchdown drive were mm-hmm. basically their two yep. real drives of the game. Uh, and still, like, you know, they got it done. And A.J. Brown, 5 for 67 and a touchdown. Devontae Smith, 5 for 44. Not much going on for Goddard and Stoll. Actually, Stoll had a nice 21-yard catch, longest catch of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that A.J. Brown, this was like a good – they didn't have to throw the ball a ton. But when they did need a big play, they were able to go to him, um, and he made some nice plays. They, you know, they had a couple of those – uh, AJ Brown comes across the formation. They did it twice on fourth down and they put Micah Parsons in a bind. You know, the old adage, if you can't block him, read him. And it's Hurts there. Parsons has to decide what to do. And AJ Brown gets past him and Hurts is able to hit him. Um, and that worked twice. So, well said. All right. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Zach. Mm-hmm. Cooper wait, Rush. Well, wait, as we're talking about the offense, should we? I was trying to give you something. Okay, well. Uh, should we address the offensive line? Yeah, because uh, I know that you're all about the uh, the Lane Johnson on and off stats. Um, and yeah, but this one tell, doesn't count. You could tell right away. Yeah, that Lane Johnson was down. Yeah, uh, Lane Johnson from you know at, at least what I could find in my email uh, has had two documented concussions in the NFL. 2017 missed the game. We we all remember that Thursday night game in Carolina, uh, and then 2019. He missed the Miami game, I believe it was. Um, so those were the... That was a bad loss. Yes. Uh, those were the two games that, that he missed. I wonder um, if we'll need an escort out of the building again tonight, <laughs> as we did in Miami that night. I'm glad you said out of the building, because <laughs> first, just, I, I didn't know where you are going with it at first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what happens in Miami, Josh knows. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Lane... Hashtag mistress talk. Look, Lane is so good, and I thought Jason Kelsey. Uh, I, I mean, this is an evergreen statement. Jason Kelsey put it well, you know, because he he always seems to know the right words to say. And I'm like, I'm happy that I'm not quoting Jason Kelsey <laughs> in my story tonight. It's been it's been too many times in a row. He's your Reese Hoskins. Yes, um, the, we were talking about how Reese Hoskins seems to be Matt Galba's muse. Uh, so he, he was saying basically. Shout out Galba. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Miguel. Make sure you're reading all Matt Gelb's work right now. It is awesome to uh, to follow the Phillies through Matt's words. It's 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 great. We're lucky to have him at the Athletic. As I said uh, last night, it's a, it's almost as if he's been waiting to write about the playoffs. He has been. Yeah, yeah that's that's the joke. Yes. Um, so Jason Kelsey, he, he said he said Lane's irreplaceable, and he said like 
you know, this isn't meant as like a knock on their edge rushers because they have great edge rushers. But the Eagles aren't worried about, um, you know, another team's edge rushers when you have Lane Johnson on the field. Like he's 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 that he's good. So good. And uh, and Jack Driscoll, he's probably the best player on the team. Yeah, and and Jack Driscoll, who is uh, who, like he's a he's a, he's a fine sixth lineman, right? And and he's probably starting on some teams in this league. Uh, and it, there's just such drop off though from Lane the Driscoll, and that's no knock on Driscoll. Um, it's so silly that Andre Dillard can't play right tackle. It's so silly. Mm-hmm. They got to have nine active offensive linemen because this guy can't play the other side. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. Year yeah. four, dude. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And um, and actually, uh, a shout out to that. We we're talking to Jordan Mylad on Friday, and uh, he was talking about how this injury, uh, he just couldn't do some things that he could typically do with his left hand, um, or I'm sorry, his right, his his right arm, and um, and careful, careful here. No, it, it you know he he gave the expression. When he went from left tackle to right tackle, that it's right. it's like wiping your rear end with a different you know with a different hand, and so he kind of gave a shout out to that reference. So uh. to so the the longtime writers or not the longtime writers but the writers who've been around, uh, they remember that 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 callback. He did not need to explain it. And if you're there during a Friday locker room, you're someone who's who's been around a bit. But was there someone who didn't get it? No, that's my point. Okay, is that he he didn't have to explain it. Okay, right. so, um, so yeah, so Lane Johnson and they announced it as a concussion. I know yes. you were all over the fact that they used to announce head injury, mm-hmm. uh, and now they just come out and say concussion. So I don't know, maybe that's a, a league mandated change. Uh, but um, assuming that it is not serious and everything is serious, the buy is well placed. Well said. Um, Good time to have it. Yeah. And I think they, you know, they've got a chance to get some other guys healthy. It is, I mean, you you knock on wood because right now at six and zero, you look at the schedule. It seems very easy, and you start to just think that they have been so lucky health wise so far. And you know, that's like you want to just get through these easy games yeah. and not and not you know get get kiboshed. So I, I I see here in the in the chat someone said Jeff Stoutland University. No comments, Bo or Zach. Do have a comment for you. This, this, yeah, we're this, not. This we don't get to watch the broadcast. No, yeah. Zach has it plugged into his ear, and he yes. gets, he's listening on and off. But so um, actually, it got brought up to Jordan, and Jordan's not listening to the broadcast either. So he actually, uh, Jimmy Kemsky, shout out to Jimmy, um, asked asked uh, Jordan about Jeff Stoutland University, and Jordan at, at, at first didn't realize what, like like why he was asking it, and then it was brought up that they that. On the introductions, he said uh, Jeff Stoutland University, and he got a kick out of it because he did two takes. Oh. And uh, he did Jeff Stoutland University, and he did International University. Mm. And so he didn't know what he didn't know which one they were going to use, right? So, uh, so he, he said he said that's good to hear. But yeah, he he um, he said he did get trained in the Jeff Stoutland University. A quick note to anybody who uh, is still up and watching this live. Uh, if you left a set of uh, keys to your <laughs> Honda in the press box, please report to the stats crew. Um, that message was announced 
three or four times during the game. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got to think. That's a joke just... just for you, Zach. And Josh, yeah. if you still watch, yes. if you still watch it, yeah. So, uh, what were we gonna say? No, the you know when they say someone lost their keys, or I, I think the first thing someone does is probably check to see if they still have their keys. So by the fourth announcement, like <laughs> I'd be pretty embarrassed yeah. if it took four announcements <laughs> for me to realize I didn't have my keys, right? Only when they said Honda. Yeah. So here's uh, something that just occurred to me, Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the song, the Philly song. Yes. Robin, right? And you've got the three Batmans with the Eagles. So you've got okay. Batmans and Robin. What do you think about that? Yeah, I heard that at the top of the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, three unsportsmanlike conducts on the Cowboys. Yes. In this game. One um, got Nick Sirianni fired up. One got Nick Sirianni fired up. What did he say about it afterwards? Yeah, so uh, he, he said he, he always defends his guys, right? And he brought up and what did it, Jalen and he Hurts. Seen, in he the, was seen saying like uh, – F U game's over or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Or uh now it, it took some uh rip leading some lip reading there. Um Jason Kelsey actually, you know, if, if you recall Jason Kelsey got tackled af- after the play. That was that was one of the personal fouls there. And he didn't want to get into it number 1 and he also said like how how much respect he has for the Cowboys defense that you know they were that that they were you know they were playing to win, right? And 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 they were frustrated, obviously, by the situation. Like he he didn't seem miffed by it, but um, the player, like I was watching the sideline, and they had to, you know, they 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 had to be held back almost, right? It it was it was like an NBA fight mm. where um, it's like you and me in the press box over the uh, four or five man no, rushes. There was the, I, you are completely completely over, overstating this, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but. Uh, but you know Ted Rath, the, you know uh, uh, Eagles' head, strength and conditioning, sports performance um, coach, uh, the Wrath of Man. He was he was very quick to like to get there and 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 to hold him back. Mm. It was like Jeff Van Gundy in the uh, Knicks Heat series back. He was holding on to his leg. Not, not that, but you know Van Gundy was was quick to do that. You see that in the in the NBA now in the NBA. You get fined if you go onto the court. So the assistants mm. are quick to do that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Nick Sirianni said, you remember what I was like in the Jets preseason game. He always defends this guy. He gave a shout-out to, you know, how he wanted to defend his his, his brother when his brother went 0-2 one year. Uh, I actually find it endearing how much Nick talks about his his, his brothers. He says his, his uh, brother is staying up late watching this, has to teach 11th or 12th grade social studies. You know, I was I was at that school, um, so I, I I've seen the classroom. Flex. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a nice school, Southwestern Central, in Jamestown, New York. So, SWC. I thought uh, I thought Kayvon Wallace struggled a little bit. Yeah, the was, touchdown to yeah. Zeke Elliott. Yeah, is that Gannon's fault or was that? If, no, that's no, a joke. I mean, <laughs> it's not not his fault. <laughs> He's the one putting him out there. <laughs> I mean, who else is he supposed to put out there? Well, I guess Josiah Scott. Scott I think if there was also like an extended um, injury, I mean, I'm this is we're repeating something we've been talking about mm-hmm. for years. But I, I, you know, I would put Avante Maddox back there and let Josiah Scott yeah. play the slot, um, or Josiah Scott at safety. And right, yeah, um, I agree with that. But I don't know. Um, I had an, another thing, but I can't remember what it was before we went to our next break, Zach. 
Um, so, yeah, so we talked about that after, after uh, the game, the uh, personal fouls. The Cowboys were kind of be, be moaning. Oh, yes, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so three personal fouls for them. Um, there was the back and forth with A.J. Brown and Trayvon Diggs on the initial, uh, on the first Eagles touchdown drive. Um, what did you think, what did you make of this Cowboys team? Feisty. I mean, it's not the same without Dak, right? Uh, was not impressed with Cooper Rush. That's not going out on a ledge saying that. Uh, this 18 is, of 38 for 181. This is a different game on Christmas Eve. It's that simple. Dak Prescott changes a lot. And well, there's no guarantee he'll be there. I suppose there's no guarantee. I'm, there's no guarantee I, any of us yeah, will be I was, there. I was going to be a little... I, I certainly don't want to uh, say that, but... Uh, uh, no, I I think yeah, that's a different team when when Prescott's on the field. Okay, all right, let's take. Wait, a, uh, uh, real quick before oh, we take yeah, a break, let's keep, no, let's keep um, going because I imagine we're gonna do Swooper after that. Uh, you said you you wanted to have a or you got a special teams take. Oh, you want me to give this now? Or should I save it for Tuesday? I'll give you my special you teams take. Okay. So the, the you know the the Cowboys uh, turned, they got their first real momentum of the game mm-hmm. uh, on a big kickoff return. And I know that like everybody, everybody's bemoaning the the Eagles special teams, and they have been the worst of the three phases, no doubt about it. Um, and they gave up another. There was a another big return, but that was actually called back. Uh, I like that 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 is true that it is the worst of the three phases by far, but that's also by design. Like that's the way that they have built this team. Yes. Like there are no resources put there, and 100%. if anything, there are resources taken away. From special teams, like everybody complains about Sipos. Well, guess what? They didn't even bring in competition for him. They're leaving the return jobs to a geriatric rookie. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> but like that, you know, a, an undrafted rookie who who yeah. was like eighth on the team and guaranteed yeah. money, right? Like, yeah, they did not put any resources there. That's they're getting what they paid for. They're getting what they have built. Like, and if you're building a roster. That is probably the place where you're going to borrow from, right? In order to, in order to pay Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick and uh, you know extend all these other guys, you got to cut costs somewhere. But it's not like they, uh, it's not like they even have gone out and and signed like a Chris Maragos or a, yeah, exactly. or a Colt Anderson, right? Like their best special teams player is a guy that they're promoting from the practice squad every week, in Andre Sachere. Mm-hmm. Like the roster is not built. To be good on special teams. This is, a, this is a good take. I agree. Um, and so, like, I don't, I don't, you know, I like Michael Clay, uh, and so maybe that's like maybe I'm, maybe it's the um, uh, the uh, contrarian, but like I don't I don't put that on Michael Clay necessarily. Like that's they're performing as they are built to perform, basically. Like even the uh, like they don't even have a lot of speed on the outside. It's not like yeah. Devin Allen's out there or something like that, right? It's like it's Zach McPherson and you know Kyron Johnson and Patrick Johnson. It's like this is what they this is what they have built been no. built to do. Yeah, this is this is Howie's roster building philosophy. As a but uh, I'll look. I'm I'm not um, suggesting special teams don't 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 matter or can't matter this year. And the Green Bay Packers were a Super Bowl contender last year that was I don't want to say undone by their special teams, but dramatically affected by their special teams. Uh, that said, if like if your takeaway from this team is, man, I'm really worried about special teams, 
I don't think you're seeing the forest. You know, if you, I don't think you're seeing the forest or the trees, right? Because uh, I, I think that um, it's 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 certainly something to monitor, something to be cognizant about, something that 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 they must improve. But it's not so problematic that it, it affects the way I, I look at this team. I don't think way. so either. Yeah, I I think all you really want is for them to hold serve, right? Yes. Uh, like the 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 blocked field goal is a thing to be worried about, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they, I don't I don't know that Jordan Davis has done a great job at that since being moved there. Uh, but but they have at least addressed it to some degree. Like I don't the the fake punt from last week, that happens, yeah. right? Like it's if you're gonna call that on fourth and four from with from you know inside your own twenty five. You tip your cap. They got six yards. Like that's fine. Uh, that stuff happens. You just need to avoid the disasters. And they've had they've had yeah. two, uh, well, just one field goal blocked, right? Yes. Um, like that. That's a bad thing. That can't happen. And that 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 probably is coaching to some degree. Um, but everything else, like the 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 lack of an explosive return game, I don't see like a, a ton of explosive returns happening across the league. And I and I think that those are those numbers are down across the league. Um, so that doesn't worry me too much. You know, Cubby has, has muffed some punts. That's yeah. not good. Like you need to be avoiding disasters, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think that this is like a, a thing that, that should be pinned on, on a single person. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, all right, let's take our break, come back and talk super and see if Marissa is ready to, uh, talk with us for another couple hours because I hope not. we've still got a lot to do. I can't wait. It's three thirty-five. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. All right, back on Birds with Friends, Zach and Bo. Zach, um, anybody of interest uh, in the house tonight that you'd like to discuss? Anybody who was announced uh, before the game? Joel Joel Embiid was in the house. Mike Trout was in the house. DJ um, Jazzy Jeff. I mean, First Lady Joe Biden was in the house. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it was. Uh, what was the response um, to your tweet about um, her appearance? I, I heard from. A lot of people who, who who weren't thrilled with me sharing the fact that she was there, which I I don't quite understand. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna get into that. Listen, you gotta play both sides. That's why the yeah. Eagles uh, tweeted a picture of Stephen A. Smith after uh, having Jill Biden in the house. I don't get the reference, but um, but uh, what I spend a lot I, of time saying, with uh, as a reporter, certain people. Yeah, I I, I simply. Conveyed Jake Elliott, uh, who, 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 by the way, back hit a hit a big field goal, fifty-one yarder. Um, Jake Elliott was chatting with Joe Biden. We saw. Um, what do you think is going to happen to Cameron Dicker now? 
maybe we get signed somewhere else. I mean, it's it's funny to me. I, I, a good I, I should say funny to me. Years down the line, like if you're the Arizona Cardinals, I was I was reading today. They were afraid. I, I didn't watch that game. Um, I was watching more of the Chiefs Bills here, um, but like Kingsbury was afraid to kick with. Uh, I guess it was still Amendola, but they bypassed the chances at like 38 yarder and 41 yarder. If you're that worried about your kicker, why don't you just sign Dicker? He beat you last week, right? Um, he was available. He's on the practice squad. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There, someone said Arizona should sign Dicker. Okay, appreciate it. The truth. Yeah. Loyal listener. Thank and, you. And Chad says that he met uh, Marissa in 2008. Hosted her in his campaign office. Nice person. We agree. Uh, Marissa, you want to hop on? I'm ready. All right. So... Big week. Uh, actually, not that big of a week of super sarcastic. Just a one pointer at stake, but still a big week. You know, every week is a big week. Mm-hmm. Every week uh, is a big game, as Devonte Smith said after the game. So Zach, you only had two balls up in the air, but they were good ones. And as uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson said in his locker room after the game, I thought uh, when he said this that this would be worth remembering for a certain uh, of our sponsors. You know, he had both the interceptions that he had, and he was also given, like, a defensive player of the game uh, thing from uh, the TV crew, and he started shouting, I need a bag for all my balls! And trying to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, So there you go. Uh, Your balls, Zach. Jordan Davis plays more snaps than the Cowboys have running plays. Felt like this was going to be a good one for you. Mm -hmm. Jordan Davis only played 21 snaps. And the Cowboys ran 26 times. 26 times. Uh, your other one, the Eagles defense forces two or more turnovers. You got that from the Dutch auction, and you hit that. Uh, they got three turnovers. And, you know, Zach likes to play at coy. Like, uh, he's all about the game on the field. Swooper sorecasting is just a, just a bother to him, something the end he has to get through. But he knows exactly what he needs every time. And the second that that second interception happened, he was chest out, flex, flex in the biceps, and then kiss in the flex. That's that did not occur. But yeah, if if, as I've said to Marissa and Bo, if something's written down, I remember it. Part of my issue with Swooper is when the rules are set out loud as we go, I'm not processing it the same way, especially when it's like hour forty of a podcast. Right now we're doing a 3:43. If you gave me rolls an hour into this, I probably I probably would not recall. If you simply gave it in front of me, it's easy for me to remember. So um, yeah, I'm I learn better by reading than by hearing. Okay, I was like that in college too. Lectures, I wouldn't remember all the lectures, but I could just read a book and remember what I read. I'm like that too. What book are you reading these days? What book am I reading these days? I just got Judd Apatow's. Um, most recent book where it's like Is it interviews a novel? with different no it's like interviews with different comedians um i'm enjoying that one um and, as a fan of comedy and then uh i'm eager to read tyler dunn's book that's gonna be my next one tyler dunn's book on tight ends eager to read that one as well okay marissa letting guts it's called nice uh marissa demarcus lawrence and micah parsons combined for fewer than one and a half sacks you nailed it. Check. Check. So you tied with Zach. A quarterback sneak fails to get a first down or touchdown for either team. Did not happen. There were a couple close ones, but did not happen. 
Jalen Hurts attempts fewer than 30 passes. He got this one for 13 turkeys, the highest-priced item of the week. Check. And you nailed it. Check. 25 job, passes well done. for Jalen Hurts. So you take out Zach. And then you also had NBC shows at least two separate shots of people cooking cheesesteaks. Uh, it looked to me, I saw that we got a shot of Pats and Gino's exterior. We didn't get any... Uh, any cooking shots, is that correct? Not that I saw, and nobody tweeted at me, so I'm assuming that one did not happen. Okay, and you got the Eagles win the game. Check. So you got three points. Well done. Tough to beat. Uh, I had a defensive or special teams touchdown is scored in the game by either team. Didn't happen. Cooper Rush has a better quarter or passer rating than uh, Jalen Hurts. Definitely didn't, did not happen. Didn't happen. Uh, the Eagles score more than 2.5 points per drive. I believe that did happen. Okay. Uh, nine drives, 26 points, so like 2.8 points per drive. So that's one for me. The Cowboys convert more third downs than the Eagles. That did not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the minutes after midnight that the time of the postgame podcast ends is greater than the Cowboys' yards from scrimmage. Uh, the Cowboys had actually quite a productive 315 yards from scrimmage. 315 yards from scrimmage. So 315, so uh, 60 minutes in an hour. That gives you five hours. So 515 is how long we have to go in order for me to get this point. That's only another hour and a half. That is easily done. We've got plenty to talk about. My daughter's going to be up in two hours. <laughs> yeah. And she's going to be able to open her eyes, put on YouTube, and see her dad sitting in this room with me. (laughs) Marissa, if you only had two points, I know. I would push it, and I think we could get it done. (laughs) But because pushing it would still only get me second place, and there are no points for second place. So you guys have been complaining about the rules. The scoring system, the scoring system is saving you tonight. Well, I think Zach should have to give me some of my turkeys back because I bid so much for that one and didn't make this podcast go to 5.15 in the morning. He should give me some of my turkeys back. Mm, Marissa makes a good point. You owe her turkeys. um, (laughs) And his eyes raise because the thought of giving up turkeys uh, is a a pressure to his heart. Because if she didn't have if if she didn't have that and uh, if she didn't have three points, then we would be pushing forward. So you you owe her to some degree. Well, thank you. Number one, um, if if I did not surrender that, I would actually be tied here, right? <laughs> so um, I, I I actually you know I'm carrying over seventeen turkeys, but I was kind of counting on this being a tie all 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 around. Mm-hmm. My strategy didn't work as effectively. Because next week's only one turkey, at, or two weeks from now, rather. There's only one point at stake. I was hoping for a two-point week that could try to get me back in. Yeah, uh, but that just means chance. you're going to keep your turkeys next week. True. Yes. So. Yeah. We're not playing five uh, weeks. Before. But anyways. <laughs> Marissa, congratulations. You're on the board. Yes. I'm so excited. I needed this. I needed this. It's good. Yeah. Tough day. Yeah. The Yankees won, though. So. The Yankees won. How are we feeling? Good. Um, I was a little sad. If it's the bye week, I guess, I guess the World Series, we couldn't get Yankees-Phillies until next week when oh, the Eagles and will if be back. Yan- it's Yankees-Phillies. I am coming to Philly, and we are going. 
100%. We'll do a watch party. Yes, 100%. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. Oh, did you see that video of the uh, – obviously you saw it, the Yankees, the whatever that like live watch-along was from game f- game three? Yeah. When like they're watching the game-winning hit? Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Not – not not funny in my eyes. The one the one where, yeah, no, not great. That was probably. We can't do this good. on Tuesday. What? Listen, the more you protest, the more we're gonna push. I want to know real quick because when I saw this, <laughs> this was just right up like Bo's alley. What Bo thinks about Tennessee crowdfunding for new goalposts? Oh my God! Good question. Pathetic. That's was some of the like the most. Craven, not this, that, or that university has been like so bad for so long. Their fans finally get something awesome to celebrate and they're, and they're crying poverty. This like billion dollar organization. Are you kidding me? At this hour, but as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, pathetic. I meant to make a joke about this. I meant to, yeah, I meant to say something like the Eagles are uh, crowdfunding for, uh, I don't know what um, Meek Mill's next uh, concert for next week in two weeks when the Steelers come back. I don't know. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. You got to be kidding me. Okay, Zach's really yawning. We need to Zach, your take on, on I can't Tennessee? hear what you're Oh, on Tennessee? Big yeah, win for on, them. On them asking for Big the win. Uh, uh, for Heaton Hooker. Heaton Hooker is the, be- the best 24 year old college. Heaton Hooker, six months older than Jalen Hurts in college yeah. football. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of ridiculous. All their money's going to their quarterback recruit, apparently. Yeah. Right? That's a big deal. They're paying their – they got that big quarterback coming from, from California. The collective is uh, is all chipping in. Mm. You like a hooker? <laughs> he didn't hooker. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, I watched him a good deal when he was at Virginia Tech. He didn't look like this. Then last year comes out, what, 30 touchdowns, two interceptions or three interceptions. Uh, it's hard to beat Alabama. And for for them to play that way, and really the poise he showed in the final minute of that game, give them a lot of credit. Uh, Tennessee, um, yeah. I got one thing I will say: Rocky Top, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'd say I I I'd say I'd go number one, number one fight song. He held to the victors. Loser. <laughs> okay. All right, let's that go home. You both should go. All home. right. Um. I guess that'll do it. Let me just check yes, my notes that will do it. real quick. Uh, <laughs> need a bag for all my balls. Jordan Davis snaps. I was talking to, to an, another writer in, in the elevator Jeff. on the way up, and he's like, he's like, I don't know why you guys do it Robin. after the game. Why can't you just do it in the morning? And I'm like, ah, that's a great idea. I mean, have you met Bo? Uh, so the whole point of the podcast is this is a moment in time we're reflecting the emotions of the post game. Any any you know, Jabron can do a podcast the next day. What is it? What like what you, skill does that take? You want optimum performance? We're giving we're giving you blood and guts, Tyler Dunn. Doing my best. We're giving you everything we got. Just like the players on the field. We're warriors, just like them. I bet on our drive back, we'll, we'll pass we'll pass some of the coaches going into the office, right? Mm. That'd be a good story. Oh. All right. Get an offender bender. 
No. I hope With not. The coach, I hope going the other direction. Fender Bender at four a.m. is is. Oh my is god! Tough. Yeah. Yes, it's not good. Okay. Um. All right. Well, the Eagles get it done. They're six and zero. Oh. Everything uh, is working out. We can talk about that on Tuesday a little bit. I think it's part of my Cha- Chauncey Gardner Johnson spin is that like you know when you sign all these guys, you expect that you know some of them are only going to be. Hey, how's it going? We're just we're just wrapping up. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> some of these guys are are going to be eighty percent of what you expect. Uh, not everybody's going to hit, and right now. Everybody's hitting. John C. Gardner Johnson is. Uh, the security people looked at us like, "What the heck are you guys still doing here?" And then, they, but then they said, "Take your time." So we've actually got a nice long runway here to make maybe make it to sunrise. Um, John C. Gardner Johnson started slow. Three interceptions in the past two games. Hassan Reddick has been better than you could have even expected. What? Oh, I can't. I can't talk football now. You're gonna roll your eyes. I can't talk football. I can't talk roster construction. Everybody's been better than expected. Kaiser White's been better than expected. James Bradbury, your boy, has been better than expected. Everybody. We'll get to it on Tuesday. God. You know, I thought I thought you were a football guy. I thought you wanted to I thought we could talk ball. I love ball. I know ball. Apparently not. You, you're just a you're just a Johnny come lately. Uh Come in, uh, get your paycheck, and get out. <laughs> that offends my sensibilities. Um, thank for you. who? For what over here? <laughs> for you, the listeners. That's why I'm. That's why I'm doing this. Uh, I appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate Mercer producing. I, I appreciate you hosting, and I uh, look forward to the pods coming up this week. All right. Uh, Eagles are 6-0. and They win. Whatever it was, 26-17. 26-17. For... Oh, it was also, we should just say, a big, big implication on that field goal at the end, right? Six and a half point spread. They missed the field goal, so the betters delighted in that one. Did you? I picked, actually, the Cowboys to cover, so no, I you missed that one. You keep trying to split the middle. Yep. All right. You can't, you, you know what? You can't always play both sides. Tell me about it. All right. So, for uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Shout out to the sickos in the chat. Even the guy who uh, is on mushrooms for some reason <laughs> at three in the morning. Respect for that. Um, so, we thank you for listening. For Marissa, for Zach, for Jill, I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Tuesday, probably. And as always, we love you.